Hey, broken salespeople, welcome to the workshop. My name is Red Staffstrom, and I'm here to help you fix your broken sales skills. Today, I want to talk about positivity. Positivity. Um, for those of you guys who are listening to the podcast and not watching this on YouTube, you probably picked up that I said the workshop in air quotes because I did. I'm recording this not in my usual workshop where I am arm's length away from my drill press. I'm recording this in the nursery. Um, if you've been subscribed, which absolutely subscribe to this podcast, you know that a few weeks ago, my brother passed away. He was my only brother, best friend, best man. Um, he was the best man at my wedding. And because of that, we've made some changes, me and my wife. Um, we decided to move into my dad's house so that he's not alone 24 hours, like seven days a week. We wanted to make sure that we were able to all be under one roof when things have kind of gone crazy. So two and a half weeks ago, lost my brother. A year ago, I lost my mother. I'm not going to pretend to be positive. I'm not going to pretend to be the magical leprechaun that everything is all sunshine and rainbows. I'm also not going to do it because I'm from the Northeast and it's not in character. Um, if you find somebody from the Northeast who's super, super happy, they're high. That's usually the case. That's um, We tend to be cynical and sarcastic. It's just our nature. Um, it's cold too often to be happy all the time. But in sales, you have to be positive, right? You have to be enthusiastic. You have to show people that you're excited to talk to them. Yeah, to a point. There's a point where that doesn't work anymore. Um, if you've ever knocked door to door, you understand that. If you show up, you're too happy, you're too gregarious, you're too, lack of a better term, flamboyant. And I, I don't know if that's the right term, but you understand what I'm talking about. That ultra happy, floating on air kind of person. People think something's wrong because it's so much out of the norm compared to what most people have. So what do you have to be positive about? Step one, you have to be positive about your product. If you aren't, get out. Move as quickly as you can. If you do not believe that you are selling a product that can absolutely help people, you are setting yourself up for failure. If you are not positive about your product's ability to solve the problem you are telling your customers it can solve, run as quickly as you can. Um, you are trying to sell with one arm tied behind your back and a bullet wound. Don't do that. Find something you're passionate about. Even if the pay rate isn't as good, you will sell so much more because you're excited about what you sell, because you are helping people, you're helping them change their lives for the better. No matter how minute it is, if you do not believe your product works and you are selling snake oil, get out. You can't be negative about your own product. You have to be positive about what you're selling and why it will help your customer. So that kind of positivity, bar none, you need to have. You don't need to believe that it can help everybody, 
but you need to know that it can help some people. Um, case in point, I used to sell fuel cards for trucking companies in the Northeast. Fuel cards only worked at select stations in the Northeast. I wasn't calling trucking companies in California because why would they want it? Unless they had specific routes in New England, wasn't the right thing for them. I had to be positive that when I spoke to that customer, that my product was going to solve the problem that they had. What about the other kind of positivity? Everything's going to work out. There's a plan. Okay. I could get behind it to some extent. But just because there is a plan now doesn't mean it's your plan. Doesn't mean it's going to go according to the way you want things to go. Um, I'm not a very religious person, and I'm going to say that pretty bluntly. Um, if you believe God has a plan and that gives you comfort, that's great. Um, my thought is if God has a plan, am I a pawn or a rook? Am I a knight? Am I a king? I don't find comfort in that, but that's my own personal philosophy on it. Probably different from yours, and I'm okay with that too. But being positive about your plan can put blinders on and not allow you to see change. Um, if you've ever read Good to Great by Jim Collins, he fought against his team. He wanted to come up with a reason these companies were great. These companies like uh, Kimberly Clark, Wells Fargo, well, Wells Fargo before the credit stealing debacle. Nucor, all of those other companies. He wanted to find an explanation that had nothing to do with leadership. He couldn't. And he fought it for a long time until his team pretty much sat him down and said, listen, the reason these companies are great because they had leaders keep them focused on their hedgehog concepts. Um, if you don't know what a hedgehog concept is, it's three things that you can be great, like that can point the direction of where your uh, company goes, what you can be great at, what you're excited to do, and what you can make money doing. That's a hedgehog concept is those three things. The leaders were the ones to narrow that down, find it, and commit all the resources, burn the boats, burn the bridges behind them. That was what they were going to do. But if you are positive, if you are... 100% certain it's going to keep you from being able to make minor course corrections. I'm not saying you should listen to every naysayer out there. Don't do that. Find the course, commit to it. But sometimes you need to listen to make those little directional changes, change from zero heading to nine, like just a couple of degrees to the left. Also with positivity, you want to make sure that you're not doing it in a way that's hurting yourself. And that's kind of the reason why I wanted to talk about this today more than anything else. I spoke to a woman um, on a consult today on a Zoom call. Um, her business had, it's not quite suffering, but it's been lethargic this year. 2020 being what it is, that's not a big surprise. A lot of us has, have been a little more lethargic, um, being locked in the house, especially those of you guys who are extroverts. This has been a more draining year than most. 
her being locked in with a couple of kids and going through a rough breakup in 2020 kept her from doing the things she knew she needed to do. Um, things like maintaining her CRM, making phone calls, you know, that dirty work that you avoid when things get busy. She was avoiding that. And I kind of called it out as what it was. It was a little bit of depression. And she said, yeah, but when I get like that, I just kind of shake myself out of it and I, be, I become positive. That's not healthy. I, I, I'm... You can do that. You can. Temporarily. You could only sweep the dust under the rug so much before you start getting some weird dust, uh, like weird bumps under your carpet. You need to under like address those underlying psychological issues. If you are going through depression, find help. If you are having anxiety, find help. Don't just paint a smile on and become the joker. If you aren't positive, don't fake it. The reason I host this podcast the way I do, in t-shirts, normally, in a workshop, is because authenticity is important. If you are not authentic with yourself, your customers will pick up on it. You won't be able to succeed. You need to know who you are and take care of yourself, not just from a physical perspective, but from a mental perspective as well. If you are beaten, battered, burnt out, take care of it. Don't just fake it. Don't just, uh, I've got a smile on, but I know it doesn't look right. Be honest with your customers. I've told people, yeah, you know what? Today, my brain is a little bit like a bunch of overcooked noodles. I'm going to do everything I can for you, but forgive me if I drop a detail here or there. I've told that to people, and I'll tell people that again, because that honesty, not being perfect, people like Batman more than Superman. People like Batman more than Superman. And the reason is because Batman is a flawed character. He is three-dimensional. No one can aspire to be the Supermensch. No one could be Superman. If we work really hard, someday we could be Clark Kent. But we can't expect to be perfect, to have that steadfast morality at 100% of the times. We're setting ourselves up for failure, and we're just going to drive ourselves nuts. Nuts. Ugh. We need to make sure that we're giving ourselves the slack we need. We can't be too tightly wound because then we're not going to give us ourselves the credit that we do deserve when we accomplish things. Because what's the point of accomplishing things if we're going to be upset that it didn't come out the right way? I do a lot of woodworking and I'm not saying I'm a perfectionist, but I can tell you the mistakes I made on every single project I've ever made. You just point, like, show me the project. I can see, show you eight or 10 things that I've done wrong. It's a problem that I have. That problem keeps me from enjoying what I really accomplished. You can't let yourself do that. So do you need to be positive about some things? 
You absolutely do. You can't survive with some degree of positive charge. Um, but don't fake it. Don't fake it. Um, you're setting yourself up for burnout. And I know because I've burnt out hard. The last thing I want to talk about on this is kind of a side note. Swearing. I'm a big fan of it. Um, I love to cuss. I'm, I'm good at it. Um, but you notice when I have these talks, I don't cuss as much as I normally would when I'm around my friends. And I've dialed it back over the years. Now, I've worked in a lot of the sales environment where cursing was just a comma. Um, car sales particularly. Um, we swore a lot. I didn't see it as a problem. I just saw it as a way to communicate. It was brutally honest and it was authentic, which I believe in. The problem is it's also lazy. See, when you're having a bad day, it's easy to say that everything is shit. Everything is fucked. Everything is foobar. If you paint everything with that same dark brush, it's going to be a pretty drab existence. It's going to be tougher to commit, like control your mindset and enjoy those positive moments when everything is shit. I'm not telling you to stop. I'm not telling you get never swear. Sometimes it's a great thing to do for emphasis. Um, it shows emotion. It shows authenticity. It shows that you're being real with a person. But be cautious about using it all the time because that will pollute your mindset because it's easy to make everything the same way. So I hope this helps. I hope that you guys take this to heart. Don't fake things. Don't fake positivity if you're not feeling it. Make sure that you are doing things the right way for yourselves, that you're taking care of your own mindset, doing the mental health exercises, going out and speaking to professionals if you need to. It's something I'm going to be doing soon myself. So um, I'm just finding the right therapist and I will be going to therapy. I'm not just saying this for other people. It's something I am going to practice soon. Um, take care of yourselves. Give yourselves credit when you deserve it. Don't be positive when the time is right, but don't fake it. So once again, hope you guys really enjoy this episode. Um, I am going to be getting back into producing, getting back onto social media. The last couple of weeks have been understandably rough, um, but I'm going to get back into the swing of things as quickly as I possibly can. Um, so I will keep up the schedule of Mondays and Thursdays uh, for the podcast. Please make sure you're subscribed. Um, helps the channel out quite a bit. Um, I do the interviews on Mondays. Thursdays, I teach the theory just like this episode. Um, I hope you guys have enjoyed. Um, I will be speaking to you soon. And until next time, go fix yourself. <laughs>